Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono. And I'm Beck. And Zap the Podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky, and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. Uh, and today I am a little less husky uh, and deep than last episode, <laughs> yeah. um, which it was a bit of a shame. But, uh, it is a shame, I quite like it. <laughs> but I am oh so ready to jump into the fun we have coming up today. And speaking of today, uh, the day this podcast comes out, there's a few things to celebrate. In fact, it's both celebrate your unique talent day as well Ooh. as National Sardines Day. So if your unique talent has anything to do with sardines, it is your lucky <laughs> day, Beck. Is Would you say that's you? Do you have a unique talent uh, around sardines specifically or if not, just in general? <laughs> Look, around sardines specifically, I don't think there is any talent because I often seem to stay away from sardines. So I guess a talent could be never eating them. Avoiding um, sardines. Just, that is quite yeah, impressive. Sardine avoidance. I know. Um, but I suppose when you think of like weird talents or just like, this is like my random party trick. I'm not sure if we've spoken about this before, but I can say the alphabet backwards Ooh. Like, quite clearly. That's, yeah, I don't so, think I can do that. Yeah, so I'd say that is my um, unique talent, almost. Yeah, I've, the only yeah. party trick I've really got, <laughs> and I've got to say I pull it out more often than I probably should, yeah, no. um, is that... <laughs> it sounds so weird to say, but I can eat a finger bun in one bite. <laughs> that is very impressive. We have to do that. If we do a live show yeah, or like that's at true. least a show where people get recorded, you, I'm holding you to it yeah. and you're going to eat a it. finger bun in one I'll bite. Well, the, the thing is, it, yeah, it's not very good for podcasts. Firstly, is it's a no. visual trick. Uh, and secondly, it renders me unable to speak for about a minute while I that's just true. While I I'll just, just have chew. to commentate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yep, he's still going, yep. but it is in one bite. Yes. He's chewing. Well, I'm not certain if he's breathing still, but uh, we'll get back to you in a couple minutes on that. Uh, but um, anyway, it's time to jump into some weird and wonderful news uh, stemming from the US, uh, which is pretty usual, but not from our fla- our, our favourite our state, Ooh. Florida. Uh, it's actually from the US state of Indiana today, where there's been a high-octane police chase. Now, the chase started uh, after police were alerted of someone driving heavy machinery around recklessly. Now, when they arrived, they found a man in his 50s uh, driving a stolen street sweeper, (laughs) which is pretty intense. I know this is like high octane, like need the I feel like I feel like uh, Fast and Furious franchise should take notes because that is Ooh, that is high octane right there. Um, I kind of wonder whether the, the brushes were on for the street sweeper or if like if the guy True. who stole was actually trying to do any cleaning. Like it doesn't really mention anything. Yeah, maybe he was trying to help. Yeah, maybe maybe he shouldn't streets. be punished for this because yeah. it doesn't mention um, that he was trying to, to clean the streets, but it does actually mention... Um, that reports were made of this guy uh, hitting other vehicles, swerving oh. toward pedestrians, 
and driving on residential property. So it's clear uh, okay. that cleaning wasn't the intention, unless, of yeah, course, okay. the residential property was his own and he was just trying to clean his own driveway with the street yeah, sweeper. He was looking at it like a ride on mower. That's true. But it's they, like a ride on It's just like a ride on broom. Yeah, it's a ride on. <laughs> not, the, not the kind that uh, witches and wizards use. No. <laughs> True. But a ride on broom nonetheless. Yeah. Um, so the police catch up with this guy and they're closing in um, and our street sweeping friend decides to try and outrun the police on his on his street sweeper, <laughs> uh, taking them on a painfully slow chase that ranged from 16 to 24 kilometres per hour. Like, oh that's, that, that is as fast <laughs> as it went. 24 kilometers an hour. This whole chase was so slow. It could have it could have taken place in a school zone without breaking the speed <laughs> limit. Like, it's just... I, I it's really just, don't understand. How did they not catch him? Well, that's the thing. Or... I, don't, I, I don't understand <laughs> either. Because the thing I find interesting about this police chase is that the article doesn't mention how long it the chase went on for but yeah. the things it does mention is that the police tried to stop him with road spikes like it was there Ooh. i feel like that's like surely they they try something i don't know maybe i feel like it's a an option where the the actual police cars don't get damaged like i i'm sure they maybe, would try yeah. to stop it with that perhaps but i feel like road spikes I, I don't know i've always thought of road spikes as like the not the first line of defense kind of thing <laughs> And so yeah, I'm surprised. Like, I, well, when I'm just imagining car chases in my head, I'm imagining one of the police cars, like sirens on, going around in front and just cutting them off. Yeah, which, actually, but maybe that's like not something that actually happens because that's potentially dangerous. It could be and potentially the dangerous. Sweeper just no, sweeps them up. I think that there. is something that they they sometimes try and do. I think it's called like a box maneuver where they try oh. and get a police car on every side of the vehicle. Right. Um. <laughs> And pretty much just like squish it, so the person at the back's got like accelerating as hard as they can. Um, like once they've made contact, person at the front is braking, and the two people on the side are turning as hard as they can into it, just to try and like Ooh. it basically puts the weight of the other vehicles onto it. Yeah, in a way. But so yeah, I, I don't know like it, where that sits in the whole hierarchy of which which <laughs> sort of stopping power yeah. they put in first. They have a little checklist that they have yeah. to do when they're doing a chase. <laughs> Have we tried just simply chasing? Yes? Okay, now we try the spikes. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> the, fact, the fact that they use the spikes, it makes me think it was going on for a little bit. And yeah. especially because the road spikes didn't even work because of how slow oh the police chase was. <laughs> so what did the police do here? Well, they didn't really do a whole lot because before they could come up with a new plan to stop the street sweeper, the the driver decided to plough it into a nearby river and run from the cops on foot. And this option was far more manageable for the police, who promptly caught up and took him (laughs) into custody. Like, that's pretty much the whole story, but... What I gather from this is that slow and steady wins the chase. Like, I'm a firm believer (laughs) that he could have evaded the cops for a lot longer had he just stayed in the street sweeper. Like, until the street sweeper ran out of petrol, I think, is how long he could have evaded them. That's true. Because, like, maybe they did try and and stop them with the police cars, but because it's such a heavy machine. Like, I looked it Mm. up. They're like eight tonne. Some of them. <laughs> and so, like, maybe it just has the pushing power that, uh, like, a police car just cannot stop it from in front or whatever. I don't know. Like, I think 
personally that it's something we need to get the Myth Zappers uh, onto. We need to get the Myth Zappers team on top yeah. of this. Uh, and so all <laughs> all we need uh, is a street sweeper and some police cars. So if you uh, own any of the above, please get in contact with us uh, so that we can <laughs> perform this test. Uh, that <laughs> We'd in, greatly appreciate it. Tune in for the next episode of Myth Zappers. <laughs> So today we're talking slow and steady wins the chase and I thought this was a great time to introduce a new segment that has kind of been in my head for a little while and I'm going to call it Zap Quick Bits, which basically is just random thoughts that have popped into my head over the past couple weeks and I've chosen ones that do relate to this theme of this episode, Slow and Steady Wins the Chase. But in future episodes, they could really just be random, quick ideas oh, yeah. on anything that aren't enough to make an entire segment with, but I think definitely need to be heard or at least just voiced. We, I think yeah. we just need to talk about it. 100%. Just be like, hang on. Yeah. What's going on there? I'm, like- <laughs> I'm, I'm all in for this segment because I, the notes like app on my phone is chock-a-block with mm. with just random garbage <laughs> that I think is uh, truly magical, I think. Um, yes. So I reckon there'll be a lot of, of weird and wonderful coming out of this uh, coming out of this weird segment, this weird new segment, but I'm I'm very <laughs> excited for it. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is essentially is um, yeah, the notes app. Of your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I feel Notes like app, that's, the that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> or should we call so, it should we call it Note Zap? Ooh, okay. Maybe that's better than Quick Bits. I don't know. Quick Bits I sounds think... more like a segment. Note Zap just sounds like a pun John I wanted to voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well maybe we'll table it and um <laughs> we'll, we'll table it. Maybe maybe we'll that can be my first contribution to Quick Bits is that pun True. that I just thought up or but if I didn't <laughs> say it, it would have ended up in my phone. <laughs> Yeah, and we never would have heard it. Maybe it could be like the um the what's like the slogan of it. So it's like quick bits. Wait, what? I can't note, remember note what zap. the was. Note zap. <laughs> That's right. Quick bits. The note zap. Oh, I Maybe like something that. like that. I yeah. like that. We'll work on it. We'll, we'll put it in it. our notes app, and then yeah. we'll <laughs> we'll work. Yeah, on I'll it. put it in now. Uh, yeah. Quick bits. <laughs> That's not how you spell So bits. while John is putting <laughs> on, yeah, just actually so you know, I've written quick Q-U-I-K. So it's oh, a bit of a, no. a funky spelling of quick bits. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've got it in my phone. Right. We'll Sweet. revisit that later. <laughs> awesome. So my first one for today is something that I noticed when I was driving across the Sydney Harbour Bridge the other day. So I don't know who else has heard this, but I'm pretty sure I went on an excursion in year three to like learn about Sydney Harbour and that sort of stuff. And they might have told us this then, or I'm pretty sure I've heard it several times in my life, which is that the Harbour Bridge, you know, it's so big and it has to obviously be kept in tip top shape and all that. So they're constantly repainting the Harbour Bridge, you know, slow and steady, obviously wins the chase, always painting the Harbour Bridge to make sure nothing goes wrong. But, and I don't know about you, Jono, but I have never, ever, ever <laughs> seen anyone painting the Harbour Bridge. That's and true. I'm I'm confused as to whether this was a myth. Maybe they're not constantly repainting the Harbour Bridge. 
but I have never seen someone painting it. And the other day I did see rust on the Harbour Bridge, <gasps> which then led me to believe that someone had been neglecting their job. I, I mean, you're constantly being repainted so that nothing bad happens and I am seeing rust. So I, I don't know what's going on there, but that's my quick bit. That's I, one of my quick bits. That's very interesting. I've never seen anyone painting it either. In fact, I've yeah. just <laughs> I've just Googled Harbour Bridge painting jobs and not a lot's yeah. coming up. So maybe oh, no. <laughs> this is the conspiracy. <laughs> maybe with very little information, is. I've found a conspiracy that yeah. oh, there is no okay. one who paints it. Maybe I... This is wrong because I should have looked this up before I did this segment. But no, I swear I've on... heard that as well. That yeah, it's like okay. that they have to repaint it so it doesn't yeah, like get rusty and stuff. As well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. There's this thing that says why is the Sydney Harbour Bridge continuously painted? So there is stuff out there saying that it is being continuously painted, but maybe they're I... just like maybe it's just one of those things where they just lie to your three kids because it's like funny. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I was a tour guide, like I would, I would be dropping them so many little like things that aren't factual that would yeah. that would just stick with them. I reckon that'd be the best because you could single handedly, if you were like the tour place for schools to come and learn about like the Sydney Harbour Bridge or whatever, you could the amount of things you could tell these kids that they will just assume is true because you're oh, an adult yeah. and that's your job. Like you could. Totally just like spread a huge myth that will only surface that it's a myth in like 20 years. And by that yeah, point, true. you're sitting on all your all your lie money. You're just yeah. bathing in lie money in the Bahamas or wherever. I'm sure that, that sort of a job doesn't That's pay that happens, well. That's what happens, right? <laughs> so yeah, so maybe that is what happened. I've created a whole world there in which I lie <laughs> no, to I you three kids and, and I get rich. Oh, man. That, that's the lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the lie. <laughs> okay. So the second quick bit I had, um, you've probably seen these popping up everywhere, but I just don't understand. They are a form of speed bump, right? And I'm totally all for speed bumps. You know, if they're going to make the road safer, uh, reduce, you know, any incidents happening, happening because we know slow and steady driving wins the... Yeah. Chase, Win, as we wins, found out today. <laughs> wins the lack of hospital bills. Yes. <laughs> so what I don't get is, you know, your normal speed bump, which usually goes from one side of the road or one side of the lane to the other side of the lane and your wheels go over it. So you're meant to like break down and just go over the bump, which makes yeah. sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me is these new speed bumps, which I've kind of coined, coined um, like the lazy speed bump, which is where they just put like a little plastic, like not even the width of the car bump in the middle of oh, the road. I know what Do you you're know what talking, I'm talking about? about. Yeah. Yeah. They're like a tiny like square. Um, what's the shape like trapezius yeah, trapezium trapezium, or something like yeah. yeah like that weird shape and you can't get, it is so hard to get your wheels lined up perfectly on that thing so that you don't you know yeah. lose control of your upper body while going over those imagine bumps. i've got a big bowl of soup in the in the back <laughs> what's gonna happen if i'm not if i'm not yeah. literally going a kilometer an hour making sure i'm perfectly lined up that soup's everywhere Who's paying for my car yeah. to be cleaned up and new soup? 
That's what I want to know. You could be going, <laughs> who is paying for Jono's soup? You could be <laughs> driving as... <laughs> You could be driving as slow as you possibly can, I reckon. And if you're, if one centimeter is out of alignment, that soup has hit the ceiling because yeah. it's just gone bang, bang, you know. And they're just like, I'm. At what point are they doing more harm than good? Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like honestly a rag doll over it. I'm like, yeah. like I, I cannot get it right. Every now and then just, I do, but surely yeah. they just ran out of tarmac and they're like. Oh, we'll just Maybe, chuck this down. Yeah. Like, because I don't know. Like, they definitely seem odd. Like, yeah, they shouldn't. They're be definitely there. the lazy speed bump. They are the That's, lazy speed bump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they should. Like, there's even ones coming off like highways and stuff. They sometimes have those ones that are like almost just painted on. Like, there'll just be a whole oh. bunch of like lines spaced out. Um, but they're like real thick, like painted lines, and so you hit them and like start to slow. Just from like the very quickly changing surface. Yeah, I encountered one recently. I'm like, huh, that was the reaction to it. Um, But (laughs) yeah, that works. Soup in the back seat. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) well, even if I did have soup in the back, it would be fairly unaffected because they go across the whole side of the road. So, yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) At least, at least get longer plastic ones. At yes, least get, get yes. w- sorry, wider is probably the better term for it. Get wider plastic speed yeah. bumps so that I don't lose all my soup. That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah. I'm a that's, simple man. I just, I want to keep as much soup as I can. And these speed bumps are really making it tough. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of food, the oh, yeah. third and final quick bit I have for today is regarding Macca's 30 Days 30 Deals, which not sponsored. Um, if you don't mm. know, <laughs> uh, Macca's does a 30 days, 30 deals thing where each day of November, they release on their app, like a different discount you can get if you're going to order McDonald's using their app. So basically, you know, to encourage more people to use it each day, there's some really good ones, like some of the best ones in, you know, your 50 cent hash brown. There's a like $2 double cheeseburger, which I love. There's they're good. Yeah, I mean, a fifty I, I cent hash brown. I I cannot oh. refuse a fifty cent hash brown. You can't go wrong. <laughs> I mean, I I could order like you could just get like. Oh, is there a limit on how many you can get of them? I'm not I sure. I actually don't know. There might be because I would just yeah. like I would spend fifty dollars and get a hundred hash browns. <laughs> and then what would I do with a hundred hash it's browns? The only way I don't to know. Do it. No idea what I'd do, um, but <laughs> I'd have a hundred hash but browns. You'd have them. Maybe I could use them to sop, like, mop up all the soup in my back seat. <laughs> Maybe I could do that. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'd use all well, the hash browns. Well, I hope that's browns. not what you have to do. <laughs> but so the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I'm really disappointed in the d- day number thirty. Right, you expect that it's going to be a oh, really great one to the finish grand it off. Finale. Surely. Like, if anything, that's going to be the 50 cent hash brown day. Oh, yeah. But I'm really disappointed they have not won the chase with this one. They have put on the 30th day of November, you can get a discounted fillet of fish burger. Oh, that is. I, I mean, know. if it was, if it finished on April 1st, that's a great one. Hilarious. <laughs> 
solid work. Yes, but that's true. <laughs> at any other time of the year, that is a travesty. Who is who, so rude? Maybe they're just they're they're getting everyone baked on to the thirty days thirty deals things yeah, in the hope actually. that they can shill mm. some of that Philado fish stock. Gee whiz, it's been sitting around in the freezers. <laughs> they just need rid of it. Surely, empty it out. <laughs> surely that actually that's is not is. a bad theory. That might be what they're doing. <laughs> because yeah, I just it's shocking, and no I'm not sure why that. they did that. No one, no one they're wants just that. Like, not even oh. the, Discount it, could convince I've, me to get that. Yeah, I've made it the thirty days. I like. I guess. I guess I'll. I'll make use of this one too. You just do the habit. That's what I think yeah. it is. You're in the habit <laughs> of getting the discount, and then you'll be like, "Well, True. I suppose I. I suppose I better." And then you get uh, a filado fish that they've been desperately trying to sell at that store since it opened. Um, <laughs> And then it's happy December. Do you reckon? (laughs) No, I know there's people out there that do like them. Like people, but I feel like if you like them, that's all you're getting at Macca's. Like, you know, you either love them or you just don't want to try them. (laughs) Surely, surely Macca's isn't the place you go if you're like a pescatarian though. Surely that's not. <laughs> or surely you'd get a hash brown. Like... Yeah, for 50 cents yeah. <laughs> on the 50 cent hash brown day. And you, so you buy 100, stuff. you stock up, and then you're good You're good for the next however many days. <laughs> how, how, 100 days. <laughs> yes. That's how many 100 is. Oh, my well, goodness. Well, that is the quick bits for this episode. Um, I encourage you all to take some of your own quick bits down, Um it's just often fun to look oh, back. We've spoken yeah. about this many a times, looking back through your notes in your phone. Um, and maybe if you do find that you have a really great one in your notes app or your notes zap, then you could let us know via Instagram and we should definitely include your quick bit. Yeah, definitely. There's some there's some crackers on my phone. Sorry, not like biscuits, <laughs> but there's some really good ones <laughs> on my phone. I really, I, I'm a fan of quick bits. I reckon this, this is going to be a never ending segment. This will be a staple <laughs> segment. Oh, there's so much weird stuff to come. Just you wait. Anyways, um, but make sure to use the hashtag, uh, where's <laughs> Jono's oh, <no>. soup. <laughs> I knew it was going to be <laughs> just Jono's soup. Justice for Jono's soup. Justice for soup. <laughs> Zap the Podcast merch is finally here and you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts and more all with original designs beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today. It is time once again for us to have a look at the uh, fantastic, uh, not yet finished, (laughs) but brilliant uh, story known as an undisclosed amount of fries, which is our KFC-inspired dra- uh, crum, 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 <laughs> crime drama. Our specialty genre. Crama. Crama. It's a crama novel. Um, and uh, last week, Beck left us uh, in an interesting spot. So uh, what had happened is we'd found that there was a link with uh, herbs and spices to these murders. Mm. Uh, and so that was like a, a big reveal of, of last uh, chapter. Uh, and where we left off is a Poppy was in her kitchen at a restaurant and she gets her, her chicken, her spices and her oil stolen. And what does she find? Mm. The only piece of evidence, a white fedora. Ooh. Ooh. 
So that's where we've left off, and it is now time for chapter six. Wow. Over halfway. Over halfway. It's madness. Strap in. <laughs> chapter six. I'm ready. I'm ready. An undisclosed amount of fries. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Detective Harlan Sanders awoke to the sound of his doorbell ringing, and as he opened his eyes, he looked around his darkened room. Outside was pitch black, and his room was lit only with the soft glow of his digital alarm clock, which read 11.02pm. Harlan rubbed his eyes and stepped out of bed. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. All right, all right, I'm coming. Detective Harlan Sanders yelled down the stairs as he started to descend. It was times like these that made Detective Harlan Sanders wish that crime did, in fact, sleep. In fact, if it were up to him, crime would have a strict 8pm curfew that so, so that he could get a decent night's sleep for once. But alas, it wasn't up to Detective Harlan Sanders, so now he had to go deal with whatever trivialities crime was set to throw at him on this particular night. Detective Harlan Sanders squinted through the peephole of his door to see the outline of what vaguely resembled a person. Glasses. Harlan had forgotten his glasses and was all but blinded without them. He called out, Who is it? There you are, Detective Harlan Sanders. It's me, Poppy. I need your help. It's urgent. Detective Harlan Sanders opened the door and let Poppy inside. She stepped in and hung her coat up before making her way to the living room, sitting down on the lounge. I'm sorry I didn't come in earlier. To be honest, I was kind of expecting you to come into the shop today so I could explain, but seeing as you weren't there, I had to wait until after close. Poppy looked visibly upset. She grabbed a tissue from the coffee table and wiped the welling tears in her eyes. I was robbed today, Poppy cried. She talked Detective Harlan through what she experienced that morning. First the chicken and the spices, and then before she knew it, her oil was gone too. Thank goodness you're alright, Poppy. That sounds eerily similar to the work of our unknown killer. Herbs, spices, hot oil, it matches our suspect perfectly. Why didn't you call the police when it happened? asked Detective Harlan Sanders. Well, that's the thing, Poppy replied. I wanted to, but I couldn't. I was scared. Scared of what? Detective Harlan Sanders bleated. Poppy didn't speak. Instead, she reached into her bag to reveal a bright white fedora. A very familiar bright white fedora. You don't think... Detective Han... Sal- <laughs> I can't say his full name. <laughs> Detective Harlan Sanders trailed off. This was the only thing I could find out of place in my shop. The only piece of evidence left behind. Harlan got up out of his seat and started pacing the room. He was in one of those moods. One of those moods that Persephone knew too well. One of those moods that meant it was time to get out a new clock and set it to the correct time, ready to replace the unfortunate timepiece in Detective Harlan Sanders' office. But luckily for clocks, Harlan didn't own any that were analogue. And after a long bout of uninterrupted pacing, Detective Harlan Sanders stopped and turned to Poppy. Poppy... There's something very odd going on here, but without concrete evidence, I can't take any action as of yet. The fedora we have places Bucky at your restaurant about around the time of the theft. However, as this incident shares so many qualities with our active investigation into the murders, I can't yet commit to arresting Bucky if, in fact, there's evidence that links him to the murder scenes. Because as soon as he's in cuffs, I don't think he'll be giving us any hints. Poppy, I want you to leave the hat here. I'll be by your shop first thing in the morning to look for any other clues. For the meantime, I'm going to need you to stay quiet regarding this matter. If Bucky is behind this, he'll be tying up loose ends even at the sniff of suspicion. This stays between us. Agreed? Agreed, replied Poppy. With that, Detective Harlan Sanders walked over to the door. 
swung it open, and said his goodbyes and goodnights to Poppy. He waved goodbye and gently closed the door before climbing up the stairs and settling back into bed. Ding dong! Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> Detective Harlan Sanders rolled over and groaned, but again started his descent to the front door. He looked through the peephole again to realise he'd forgotten his glasses for the second time. <sighs> but before he could ask who it was, Poppy shouted through the door, Detective Harlan Sanders, it's Poppy again. Sorry, I think I left my bag in the living room. Can you, could I pop you to grab it quickly? Harlan opened the door and true to her word, Poppy quickly grabbed her bag and said her goodnights once more. Now thoroughly knackered, Detective Harlan Sanders climbed upstairs again and got some shut-eye for about an hour and a half before his rest was once again interrupted by the wretched sound of his doorbell. Ding dong! Ding dong! Detective Harlan Sanders sat up remembering to put on these glasses this time and started the descent back downstairs. This is ridiculous, he thought. I ought to tell the judges to start putting harsher sentences on anyone who commits crime after dark. Harlan filed that thought away in his mental notes before looking through the peephole to see none other than the fedoraless Bucky himself. <gasps> Detective Harlan Sanders' heart skipped a beat. Hell, maybe even two. He opened the door a sliver, making sure his body blocked the sight of the bright fedora on the table in the living room. Hey, Bucky! Detective Harlan Sanders whispered through the slightly ajar door. Bucky was slightly perplexed at Harlan's composure, but there were bigger matters at hand. Harlan, stop mucking about. They found another body. End of chapter six. A lot to unpack there. A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot of knocking to unpack there. A lot of dinging, a lot of donging, and <laughs> oh, a yeah. little bit of knocking at the door. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's... Ooh, wow. The plot is thickening. I've added a bit of cornstarch this episode, and it's <laughs> thicker than before. We are getting somewhere. I can't believe there's only, what, three or seven or four chapters four. left. Three, seven, four. or four. You decide. <laughs> that was a weird way of counting. I went three. Oh, no, wait, we're up to seven. Oh, yep, there's four left. <laughs> that happened to me the other day because um, this is a random tangent. I teach Whoa. dance and I was, <laughs> yes, tangent time. I was um saying the counts for something and I realized halfway through saying the counts, I was saying the wrong counts. So I just started saying the right counts and I could see one of, or like a couple of my students like looking so confused and I realized I'd gone one, two, six, seven and they were like, what, what are the right counts? And I was like, well, oh, no. oh, right. Yeah. You couldn't hear the, you know, the internal monologue where I was yeah. like, hang on, that's wrong. Let me start counting the right way now. One, two, oh. six, seven. Yeah. You're like, have I been taught the wrong thing? Like years yeah, in school, <laughs> all for nothing. Oh man! But um, wow that that chapter just—I don't know what I'm going to do next. That's the, the feeling we always get. It's like, that's, wait, where that's do we the go fun from part. here? You're like, oh no! Yeah. Like that was that was great, but now I need to write something off the yeah, back exactly. of that. What do, yeah. what do I do? How do I? Where's this going? Do I do I put? Yeah. Do I do I make something drastic happen? I don't know. It's madness, but that is the fun. The fun of writing a book where you write every second chapter. <laughs> yes. I also think we should adopt the genre of Krama. Um, I quite yeah. liked that. I feel like we should, <laughs> that should drama. be on the, on the blurb on the back. To say it'll say a a crumb the best the a best crama novel. novel I've ever re- uh, read, <laughs> yes. uh, and we'll just put like a famous person's name there, just like exactly. uh, Brad Pitt, the the best crama novel I've ever yeah. read, and attribute and that to Brad Pitt. And we could say 
Yeah, we could say that it's, you know, the number one crama novel worldwide. That's I mean, we'd true. have to check that no one else has yeah. coined, you know, crama as an actual term. That does, that does, but, um... it, it's a good point. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to search crama right now. Yeah, quickly. And um, if nothing comes up, we've got it. It's ours. <laughs> a poor man, a, a, a poor, oh my goodness, I can never say this word. I'm pretty sure it's a portmanteau or portmanteau. Um, basically, a, a, a ma- mishmashing of the words comedy and drama. So oh, we're good. We're good. So we, we'll we'll make a new crama, a secondary yes. crama for crime and drama, and um, yes. and that way we uh, we're we're in the clear. So uh, stay tuned for the next uh, chapter of our crama <laughs> novel, uh, the best-selling crama novel, uh, soon to be best-selling crama novel uh, ever written. So we are back and we are doing a slow and steady wins the chase quiz. And I'm sure you can already work out the theme of what this quiz is going to be. And yes, that's right. It's going to be based off the TV show, The Chase. So, but I couldn't call it that. It obviously had to have a game rhyming name. No, and (laughs) it obviously had to be a fun game with a rhyming name. That's right. Perfect. Um, yeah, I'm nervous because we actually have a guest playing this quiz with us today because we couldn't do the chase with just Jono and I no. because one of us was obviously going to know the answers <laughs> to that. So it seems a little bit unfair. Oh, yes, the rhyming name. The rhyming name is um, Watch This Space, Zap's Doing the Chase. Ooh, That's going to be the rhyming I name like for this that. game. <laughs> happy, happy, happy so, with that. So, back to the guest who has been patiently waiting. We have invited along my sister, Megan. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're very excited to have her here. She's actually our second guest ever, which That's is madness. a huge thing for the podcast. Um, very exciting. Watch and out, Joe I Rogan. Chose- <laughs> we're <Yeah>. coming to get you. <laughs> We're on our way. So Megan is going to be our chaser for, or the chaser. I'm not sure. I, to be honest, I've only watched a couple episodes of the show, <laughs> so I did have to consult. <laughs> I had to consult some family members to help me craft the quiz, but apparently each of the chasers have a cool name. So Ooh. Megan, you knew some of them. What were some of the names that were out there? All I can remember is the nerd. And the governess. The governess, yeah. Oh, okay, the governess. I think I've heard that one. I haven't heard the the nerd, but that, I mean, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So we were thinking, Megan and I actually thought of the same one um, for her chaser name. We thought of the sister. The Um, sister. That's good. Yeah. It's quite menacing. A bit bit ambiguous. Intimidating. Intimidating. I'm scared. So the way we're going to do the zap version of the chaser is you're each going to have one minute to answer questions. Jono, you're going to go first because you are acting as the contestant on this show. Um, So you get one minute to answer 10 questions or as many as you can in the allocated time. Any you get wrong or pass, we can come back to you later if the minute is remaining or if there's time, you know, left. Um, But otherwise that will not count. So at the end of the minute, however many questions you've got right, that will be a point for you. So, you know, you can get a maximum of 10 points. Then we'll go over to Megan. 
Megan will then answer 10 questions as well. But any question that she gets wrong, we will pass to you, Jono, and you can try and answer them and get yourself some more points. Um, So that is how we're going to play the Zap version of The Chase. Do we have any questions? I think I'm mostly across this and I'm happy to go with it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how it goes. The sister, do you have any questions? I'm good. I'm a little nervous, but I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) The chaser's never nervous. Actually, I don't know. Maybe they are. Yeah, Yeah. we haven't watched it. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, shall we be... Jono, I think we should put some, um, you know, of like intense... Chasing oh, yeah. music on right there'll now be, while we're there'll be getting some, into the zone. Some absolutely royalty-free chaser music going on. Okay. In the background. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee that. Okay, so I am bringing up a one-minute timer right now. Um, Jono, are you ready? You are going to start us off. I'm there so are 10 ready. Ten questions. Absolutely no theme to them whatsoever. Five of Good. them, though, I can tell you were actual questions. Oh, the time has already started. Five of them were actual... Wait, is this my time? <laughs> no, it's not. I stopped it. Okay. I thought you I just were just continuing to... I thought you were just eating up my time there for a second. I'm like, this is not fair. It's favoritism. <laughs> okay, so uh, five of them are questions from the actual show, The Chase. So then the others are just random. I've not seen it. I know. Well, (laughs) just that was a fun little fact. Okay, no, it's a fun fact. It doesn't doesn't help me a lot, but it is a fun fact. I'll give you that. Okay. Are you ready, Jono? I'm so ready. Okay. Your time starts now. In the game Monopoly, what land vehicle is a playing token? Car. Correct. The Frankensteiner is a move in what sport? A, gymnastics. B, snowboarding. C, wrestling. Snowboarding? Bow wow. It was wrestling. In the Disney movie The Lion King, what is the name of Simba's uncle? Scar. Correct. Forget me not flowers are most commonly what colour? White. Bow wow. They're blue. Uh, This week, Oprah released an interview with which famous singer? Adele. Correct. What is the capital city of Spain? Madrid. Yes, correct. What did the crocodile swallow in Peter Pan? Uh, Captain Hook. <laughs> correct. Um, an alarm clock. Name the world's largest ocean. Pacific. Correct. The coloured part of the human eye that controls how much light passes through the pupil Iris? is called... Correct. And that is time. Um, I will just maybe quickly ask you the last question because I was tossing up whether to give you another shot at what did the crocodile saw in Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know Hulk. it. I was just guessing oh, okay. Captain Hook. I, <laughs> okay. It's been a long time since I've seen Peter Pan. so um, I, did, I did really like that answer though. Um, yeah. But yeah, the well, answer I was think- an alarm clock. I think I just have the scene in my mind where he's like falling towards it. But then I think he puts a foot on like each side of his mouth and so avoids being Uh. like snapped up. I don't know. It's been a long time. (laughs) I don't actually remember. Maybe he does slow him. I don't know. Who knows? The answer I was looking for was an alarm clock. That's okay. okay. I'll take that. Okay. Um, So you let's just quickly count those up. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six. I might, I'll give you question number 10, do you reckon, as a bonus question? Because we just didn't get to it. And I feel like that well, was partly I've, my I've, fault. I do have, I do have um, questions that the sister gets wrong. Oh, okay. You're right. Okay. So I, well, I let's just see how. I think it's very too many chances. 
Yeah, I, I can't yeah. have too many chances. It'd be unfair. <laughs> that is not how the chase works. No. You're right. Okay, the sister, are you ready? Yes. Okay, let's go. Your time starts now. Flammable air was an early name for what gas? Hydrogen. Correct. What color are the spacesuits NASA Space Shuttle astronauts wear? Blue. Incorrect. Um, let me just... Do I pause the time? I actually don't know how this works. For, for yeah, like let's... giving the answer. I'll pause it and then we'll go to Jono. And then oh, Jono, you can oh, answer because then it. I, yeah. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it that way. Okay, okay yeah. Jono. Throw to you, what colour are the spacesuits NASA Space Shuttle astronauts wear? White? (laughs) They were orange. (laughs) Oh, okay. okay. All right, Megan, your time continues now. Benedict Cumberbatch won a 2014 Emmy for his role in what series? Sherlock Holmes. Correct. Question number four, what does the word what mean in Thai? Is it A, island, B, food, or C, temple? Temple. Correct. HG is the... Oh, what's the question? Is the chemical symbol of which element? Pass. <laughs> All right, Jono, over to you. HG is the chemical symbol of which element? Oh, I think it is um, mercury. You are correct. That brings you to seven. All right. The next question, Megan, back over to you. Who discovered penicillin? I know they're Australian. Oh, yep. I can't remember their name. It starts with F. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Over to you, Jono. Who discovered penicillin? <laughs> I don't know. So I'm uh, Dr. Frank Larrikin. <laughs> oh, not quite. <laughs> it was Flory. Apparently, there's also a guy from Scotland, uh, Fleming. All right, back over to you, Megan. How many bones do sharks have in their bodies? Zero? Correct. Oh. Question number eight. The Statue of Liberty was given to the US by which country? France. Correct. How many times did Ross Geller marry and divorce on Friends? Three. Correct. What is the medical oh term gosh. for bad breath? Pass. Oh, that was time. Jono, quick pass to you. What is the, the medical, medical term, term for bad breath? For bad breath. Oh, soft, yes. oh, stinky laryngitis. <laughs> that's my, that's my best quite. guess. <laughs> it is halitosis. Halitosis. I yeah. was, I'm amazed. I would not have gotten like that sharks don't have bones in their body. It's all yeah, cartilage, I, I think. That's crazy. I mean, if anyone's going to know that, our resident chaser is. Yeah, I should have stayed in school. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Megan, I'm just quickly counting up how many you got. You got one, two, three, four, five, six. It's a tie! It's a tie! No way! (laughs) Wait, Jono, did you, you didn't get any of the, when we threw to you. Oh, no, you did! I got Jono Mercury. Wins. That you was got the... Mercury. Oh, oh. A close victory. How oh, much how much money close. do I win? <laughs> um <laughs> since you got seven, you can win seven extra minutes on an episode of Zap. Woohoo! <laughs> yes. 
my time was running out. This is excellent news. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Megan, for um, being involved in this yeah, episode and being our resident chaser. Very exciting. Oh, a lot of fun. Always wanted to be a chaser. This is, this is this is great. We we have to we have to do more of these games with with um extra people. Maybe Megan can come back and yeah. um and and we'll have more more game. Not, maybe not Chaser. Who knows what we'll do next time? Yeah. Um, as it's such a such an evolving and changing podcast. But yeah, thank you very much <laughs> uh, for joining us again. But that does uh, lead us toward the end of this episode. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on our Instagram at Zap the Podcast, our TikTok at Zap the Podcast, our Twitter at Zap the Podcast, <laughs> and our Facebook page, which is I'm pretty sure something around Zap the Podcast. Um, make sure to check us out there. We've got a lot happening, um, and uh, we'll we'll see you in the next episode of Zap. Bye. Bye.